Hello and welcome to Not The Queen's English, the podcast where we tell you all about British English and life in the UK. I'm Holly. And I'm Murray. And this week we're talking about accents. But first, please be upstanding for the national anthem. Of course. <clears throat> Not the Queen's English. Not the Queen's English. Not the Queen's English. So I've been having a look online and I found this list that relates to a study that was carried out a month ago by a dating app in the UK. (laughs) (laughs) It's like being on the BBC. I'm not going to mention the name. I can't do any product placement. Other dating apps Other dating apps, other than the one I haven't named, are available. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And what they found in this, well, I mean, it's hard to know how kind of rigorous this was, but... I, I sort of read about it in a tabloid paper online. What are you so. trying to say about our tabloid press? Nothing at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what this study has apparently found uh, is the five most trustworthy accents in the UK and the five least trustworthy accents. Oh, controversial. I know, it is controversial. My it's also found the, the top ten sexiest accents in the UK. Okay. So I was about to ask you if our accents feature on these lists, but given they've got the top ten sexiest, I think we can safely say... That they do or they, they don't. They do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, was, I wasn't <clears throat> sure where you were going with that. So, yeah. Uh, so I think that we should start with the top five most trustworthy accents. Now, you lo- know I love a guessing game. Oh, my goodness. Don't I ever. <laughs> we could be here for many hours. Uh, so don't worry, listeners. We will sort of trim <laughs> this down if it gets to the sort of fourth hour. Uh, and we're starting to scream at each other because... Yeah, we'll, we we'll be here for hours, but you don't have to be, no. don't worry. <laughs> So the top five most trustworthy accents. Um, you want me to guess? Well, I, yeah, <laughs> I want you to guess. Okay, okay, right. Well, th- not because I find them trustworthy, but what do I think? What people... do you think the yeah. general public? That's the thing. Our, our opinion is probably very different from that of the general public. Okay. And I also, so I want to try and make this a bit easier for you, but some of these are very specific accents, and okay. some of them are very broad. Okay. So right, well, I'm gonna go straight out the out the gate. That's the one, thank you. Straight out the gate, I'm gonna say RP received pronunciation yeah. is trustworthy. Yeah, that, that people is think that. number one on okay. this list. They say received pronunciation, and they put in brackets, aka the Queen's English. Oh, how interesting! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah, that is considered the most trustworthy accent. Now I'm gonna just interrupt and press a little buzzer and say I think that means that one of our accents has kind of already come up in this list. As in, you think I've won? <laughs> is that, is that, that what you've you're won. saying? Yeah. Um, in terms of sort of yeah, getting ahead in the world as well as you have. <laughs> People um, trust me. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> What? I've seen behind the magician's curtain and uh, I've got a few questions. <laughs> Look, don't get personal. Um, well, okay, that's interesting because I probably wouldn't call my accent RP, received pronunciation. Basically, you sound middle class in English and that's the only thing that someone listening to you can tell about your background. And to me, that means you you speak RP. Well, the, you can also tell that I'm not from the north of England. Uh, but again, RP is based on yeah. South East England, which is not where you're from. But if, if you told someone that you were from, I don't know, like a posh bit of London or like somewhere in the home counties, somewhere, like if someone, if you said you were from Kent, I don't think anybody would be surprised. 
No. Um, pe- people do... Well, people often assume I'm from London, but it's partly just because, I guess, if you meet people from different countries, they've heard of London. Yeah. They won't necessarily I see you resisting the categorisation of RP a little bit, well, which I can understand. <laughs> Um, but I do think I think if you if you had to put your accent in one of the categories that exists for accents, I think that is the best fit. I suppose so. It's it's synonymous with being posh, though, and that's that's something that I feel a bit uncomfortable with because the royal family, for example, definitely speak received pronunciation. But this is this thing, though. I think received pronunciation has evolved a lot over the years. So I think when we sometimes when we think of received pronunciation, we're thinking of literally the queen. Or like Claire Foy in The Crown with yeah, that like a... cut glass Ew. diction. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I think that that has sort of died out. Young pe- there aren't young people who speak like that really. No, that's true. Like even I think probably like young aristocrats don't necessarily speak like that. <laughs> Not that I know any. Um, no, but I, it's, I suppose it's that thing as well of people. people don't really want to sound like they're from the royal family. Mm. It's not... I don't know, people... It's not people as fashionable sound, as it once was. Yeah, people want to sound more sort of approachable unless, yeah. like, they own the land that you live on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's something... I mean, you know, if you listen to the BBC, say, 50 years ago, I mean, not even that, 40, 30 years ago, yeah. people did generally sound like I do, but now there's a huge variety of accents. And I think that is, you yeah. know, reflecting that people don't all want to sound... But again, I would say the people who are on the BBC who don't have, like, an identifiable regional accent, quote-unquote, probably sound like you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if there's a sort of neutral, quote-unquote, doing, <laughs> doing a lot of air quotes here, if there's a sort of neutral English, just English accent, it's probably yours. I yeah. Think that's okay. Fair no, to I say. think that is fair, and I think what we'd probably say for people who sound like the Queen, uh, God rest her soul, mm. uh, people who sound like members of the royal family, uh, we'd probably call that plummy. Yeah. And I don't know if that just means it sounds a bit like you've got a plum in your mouth. Although, yeah. what how that just, sounds, yeah. I'm not sure. But it's that very ew. I don't know about that sort of yeah, very exaggerated vowels. Yeah, it's it's a very not to sound judgmental. Thing. No, but you just don't hear people really no, who sound like that. Um, but to conclude, I have got the most trustworthy accent in the UK according to this study. Congratulations! Thank you very much. And how are you using that privilege for good? Look, I don't <laughs> think we should go into that. I've asked you not to get personal already. I'm sorry. Um, so. Can you think of any other accents that might have found their way into the top five most trustworthy? I'm I'm going to say, like, Geordie. Yes, that is number four on the list. Okay. So Geordie is Newcastle, and I suppose probably, like, the general Newcastle. T- Tyneside. Oh, Tyneside, mm. yeah, there we go. Yeah. Tyne being the river that runs through Newcastle. Lovely. Newcastle upon Tyne. Nice fact, thank, geography A-level. Thank you, but look, we don't learn where places are in geography A-level. How many oh, times? Oh, what's the point then? It was just about, like, soil, Urban moisture, heat budget. Island. Urban heat island, yeah. So, yeah, the Geordie accent, which I'm trying to think of some sort of celebrities who have that. Cheryl Cole from Girls Aloud oh, has yeah. that. Paul Gascoigne. <laughs> if you've ever... That footballer? Yeah. Goodness me, oh, well done. Thank you very much. Um, if you've ever watched Geordie Shaw, oh my goodness! I mean, that's yeah, that's an absolutely beautiful example of the Geordie accent, and it is just a kind of friendly. There's there's just something very like welcoming and friendly about it. So I'm not surprised that people think it's a trustworthy accent. Isn't there something about like call centers all want to open up branches in in Newcastle so that they can have Geordies on the phones? Yeah, people feel put at their ease. Yeah, I think it. there are a lot and. 
it's it's funny isn't it they they sort of say things like financial advice or what have you that people would trust mm. yeah trust someone with a geordie accent which i i sort of get because yeah it is a really lovely accent and we'll definitely put some stuff in the show notes with some links to examples that you can hear it because we're not going to try and do impressions no we've agreed that haven't we <laughs> yeah well though i don't know sometimes for the purposes of illustration okay what word would you associate most with a georgie accent what uh, would you try and say if you were to do one i think i'd say or pet yeah exactly that's Which what... is just like oh pet yeah <laughs> I but i think like, it's a very georgie that, like, thing or sound yeah it's just sort of a and also that weird sort of like glottal stop at the end of pet pet um yeah. it's very georgie um, which is why if, if Georgie's walked past her in the distance, she could be forgiven for thinking they were Danish or something. Yeah. Um, and actually, when I stayed on Orkney on holiday, mm. um, the Orkney accent is quite similar to Geordie, which is funny. But I suppose, like, Orkney is very connected to Scandinavian yeah, countries. There's, there's, some there's some kind of overlap Viking there. Thing going if on we there. were linguists, we'd probably know what this is all about. But we're not, and we don't. And we're not going to pretend to. We're not going to sport with your intelligence like that. No, exactly. Um, But yeah, okay, so Geordie, number four out of five. Okay. What else do you think made this list? I mean, I I feel like the North is is a productive place for this. Yorkshire? Yorkshire, yep, number two. Okay, So Newcastle is also in the North, but there there (laughs) are sort of... I think we'd say that there are two very distinctive accents... So there's the Geordie accent and the Newcastle accent, and then yep. there's the Scouse accent, which is the sort of Liverpool, Wirral area accent, yep. and they're on different sides of the country, yeah, but Tenside they're both in the and north Mersey of England. Sides. There we go. It's all about the rivers. It's all about the rivers. Um, so they're very, very distinctive, yep. sort of distinctively different. But then there's also a Yorkshire accent, which, I mean, Yorkshire's such a massive county that yeah. I think... It it does just cover a lot of areas, and of course there's variation within that, but that is a very sort of classic, distinctive This is the, the funny thing, that people just sort of talk very glibly about the North, quote-unquote, but like... It, it oh is... my God, stop quote-unquote. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but as someone who's quite often gone from Edinburgh to like places in the south of England on the train, there is a lot of the North. It is a big old place. When people talk about like the North and the South, the first thing people always say is like, how do you pronounce Bath? Yeah. Because you would say... I'd say Bath. Whereas most people in the north of England would say, like I say, Bath. Yeah. Um, With like a short A sound. I think when people say, quote unquote, a northern accent, I'm so sorry, quote unquote. When people say a northern accent, I feel like usually what they mean is like sort of Manchester, Lancashire... Yorkshire. Yeah. I think that that sort of continuum. Yeah. Yeah. uh It's what people are thinking of. They're not thinking necessarily of like, because if you would say Geordie or Scouse, if that's what you mean. Yeah, you would sort of differentiate. Um, But yeah, saying Bath instead of Bath and saying like. um, Lovely instead of lovely. Now, linguists call that the foot strut merger. Foot strut merger. (laughs) Sounds like one of my nights out. Uh, lovely. Because <laughs> um, you would say foot and strut yeah. with di- with different vowel sounds, whereas in the north they would both be like foot and strut. Yeah. Ah, okay, that's really interesting. So you've got the bath trap merger, merger, the bath trap merger, yeah. and then the foot strut merger. Well, there I was saying that we're not linguists, and here you are. Well, I'm just a boy with access to Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, is there any difference? Standing in front of a girl. <laughs> Um, okay, so we've got three of the top five. We've got three of the top five. So so far, we've got number one RP, number two Yorkshire, and number four Geordie. So you've got two more to get. So would you like any sort of clues? Are the rest? Are there any more in the north of England? No. 
Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So people trust Georgies, but Georgies, <laughs> Georgies, but not Scousers. Correct. Is Scousers the word? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Georgies, but not Scousers. That is very troubling. Um, Lake West Country. No. Nope. Uh, Welsh. Yes. So Welsh is number three. So we've got one more to get. It's the fifth one on the list, and I wonder if you'd like any kind of clues. Give me a clue. Uh, it's a city. It's not a you know a wider region. Gosh. A city in England? No. A city in Scotland? Yes. God, Glasgow? No. Edinburgh? Yeah. What? Yeah. <clears throat> that really surprises me because I don't think most people in the UK would know what an, an quote-unquote, oh God, what a specifically Edinburgh accent <laughs> sounds like. Like, I think people know the sort of, and I can do Scottish accents because I'm Scottish, it's not offensive when I do it. I think most people probably think of either like Miss Jean Brodie. So like my girls, <laughs> mornings. I have no accent, whatever. Mm. Um, or they just think of like a general purpose Scottish accent for Edinburgh. Because when I think of Edinburgh, I think of an English accent. More well, than yeah, everything. there are a lot of English people um, here. But I, I would say that you have an Edinburgh accent, although you're not from Edinburgh. Tell everybody where you're from. I'm from Bathgate. <laughs> represent. It's about half an hour west of Edinburgh. Um, yeah, well, I mean, this is yeah. the thing. So I was having my nails done last night, and I told <laughs> I told my nail technician that you are from Bathgate, and she said, "Oh, does he sound quite west then?" And I said, "No." Oh my god! This this is such a like this is such a thing. Anywhere like, that's west of Edinburgh. My seemingly. brother works in Edinburgh, and everybody's like basically calls him a Ouija, which is what we call people from Glasgow. Yeah, short for Glaswegian. Glaswegian, <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, yeah, I've had people say that to me before, like, oh, because you're from out west. And it's like, no, I'm just, I just can't get over this, that the Edinburgh accent is trustworthy. I wonder if that is m- more to do with the image that people have in their heads of Edinburgh as a city, just being quite sort of calm and genteel. Well, so I think this, I think this might be a moment to go over to the least trustworthy accents. <laughs> now, I I don't want to dwell on this because I think it's pretty horrible. Yeah, this is harsh because it it is probably just like rooted in like class yeah divisions and stuff. And I yeah, I find it, and I I just don't agree with it at all. Yeah, don't I, let me guess these ones. Cause... Okay, no, I'll just no. That, yeah, let's not get into sort of stereotypes. You know what I really don't really trust. <laughs> Um, okay, so number one, Brummy. Brummy is like the Birmingham accent. That's so harsh. Yeah. I think Brummy sounds so friendly. So do I. I can't believe it. Number two is Scouse, the Liverpool accent. Number three is Cockney, so the East End of London. Number four is Essex, which is quite similar to Gosh. Cockney. And number five is Glaswegian. Wow. Yeah, I was absolutely shocked. That by is this. mad to me that you would make such a big distinction between Glasgow and Edinburgh. Like that to me is nothing to do with accents. No. That is to do with it's a class thing, isn't it? Yeah, because Edinburgh is pretty posh, and Glasgow. I mean, there's, there's, there are very poor very parts posh. of Edinburgh, but yeah. like in terms of the sort of like cultural reputation of these cities in the rest of the UK, like Edinburgh is where you go in August to like watch student theatre, <laughs> and Glasgow was admittedly the murder capital of Europe. But it's not uh, anymore. It's not anymore. It's well, lovely. actually, I don't know. Do we know that it's not anymore? I can't remember. Well, it, well, it might be, the... but it's, it's, not, it's certainly not as bad as it was. No. Um, yeah. Poor Glasgow. It's, it's not abs- its fault. It's beautiful. And I was amazed the first time we went there because I feel like I've seen it in <laughs> film and on television as just people making it out to be just a really dodgy place and yeah. just a sort of 
non-welcoming place to be and it's one of the friendliest cities people I've ever been to people are so and it's much friendlier in Glasgow yeah than you hate I'm, this yeah that's why whenever, I can't stand it people whenever, talk to you yeah and I love it whenever you go there you always get a bit of chat people are always ready to talk to you and yeah. I'm I am so up for that whereas yeah Paul Murray I'm much more comfortable in Edinburgh where people just try to pretend that you don't exist yeah it's like being in England in that respect that everyone ignores well but like being in the south of England everyone ignores each other in Edinburgh yeah okay well yeah, I I don't. Well, want shame to, on everyone yeah. who answered. I would have refused to answer those questions. All accents are trustworthy and beautiful in equal measure. Yeah, and you. I do, and we love every accent on that list, don't we? Oh I mean, God, I, yeah. I can't. Well, I was about to say I can't think of an accent I don't really like in the UK, but the, probably the only one I don't like is sort of like mine because there's so many, oh you goodness. know, so many politicians talk like. But I do. If I had to pick an untrustworthy accent, it would be yours because you know posh people are much more likely to be lying to you. Yeah, all the time. Um, okay, then the the Sexy second part ones. of the study: the top ten sexiest accents in the UK. Now. This is this is absurd. Okay, so I Well, first of all, can I ask have people because people don't know things. Have people said Irish? Yes. You know that's literally Irish is number 1 on the list even though Ireland is not in the UK. Oh my god. <laughs> that's so embarrassing. Yeah. Uh no. Okay, so yeah, number 1 on this list is Irish, which is just ridiculous. That's pathetic. Ireland is not in the UK. It's not in the UK. We love the Irish accent. Ireland is not in the UK. Yeah. Um now, would you like to guess any more? Shall I read you? Well, it's Northern Irish on it anyway. Northern Irish is number two. So people knew there was a difference between Northern Ireland and Ireland and yet still claimed Ireland as a UK accent. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. <sighs> That's strange. Okay. Uh, number three, Geordie. Okay, yeah. N- number four, Welsh. Uh, uh-huh. Number five, received pronunciation. As sexy. Yeah. Were they asking Americans in this? Because, like, no uh, offence, but surely those are the only people who think that that's a sexy accent. Well, I yeah, I don't sort of want to get into this too much, but I think, yeah. I, I think, you know, the sort of bossiness, maybe. Of, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> number six is Yorkshire. So, so far, there's a bit of an overlap between the accents people find trustworthy and the accents people find sexy. Then we diverge. Number seven, Glaswegian. Okay. I would agree with this 100%. I think it's <laughs> one of the most beautiful accents in the world. Mm. But it's funny that people find it sexy and also untrustworthy. Yeah, and people. And I think that that is very telling. Oh my God, work on yourselves. Number eight, Cockney. So sexy. again, something that people didn't find trustworthy, but they find it sexy. Interesting. Number nine, Brummy, again. Oh my God, I, I must say, I don't find Brummy to be a sexy accent. Friendly, Aww. lovely, charming, but yeah, it doesn't doesn't fill me with desire. Well, we'll, we'll go away and work on this. <laughs> uh, and number ten is Cornish. Well, you know, when whenever people are making uh, are imitating a Cornish accent, they always say the word "lover." All right, my uh, lover. Hello, my lover. Yeah, are you allowed to do that because you're from the West Country? Well, I'm not kind from of. the West Country, but I am from the Southwest. Okay. Um, but I think yeah, that's just about acceptable. Okay. I I wonder if it's you know because of things like pole dark and <laughs> he and doesn't have a, lot... a Cornish accent though, does he? No, I not mean, really. I mean, Demelza, whatever she's called. Yeah, she has a Cornish accent. And I wonder if it's this thing of, you know, a lot of, um, like, chick lit and rom-coms and stuff are, are set, you know, the woman mm. has a stressful life in London and then she moves to Cornwall and there's, like, a hunky local fisherman or uh. whatever. So I, I wonder if some of it comes from... I think Cornwall is very romanticised yeah. in the UK because people <clears throat> want to go on holiday there. It's but just I feel like, like people often imitate that accent in like quite a disparaging way to to be like, 
oh, you know, these people are a bit rural and simple and backward or whatever. Like, it's yeah. not something that's often praised very much. No, which is, which is sad. so sad. But I think that now that we know the accents that are the most trustworthy and the sexiest, um, I'm on both of those lists. You're only on one of them. Yeah, I'm trustworthy but not sexy. I'm happy with that. I think that's, that's good. My I purposes. think, yeah, be reliable. That that surely that's all anyone can ask for in life. Yeah, sexiness fades, but you know, reliability—that's forever. Oh, yeah, that's that's a nice way to think about it. But I think we should just like dwell for a minute on the difference between our accents. I say the difference, the many differences between yes. our accents. Um, what do you think is the kind of like if if someone is just learning English, for example, are there any key words they should listen out for, or like key sounds? Well, that I, really differentiate between us. I think anything involving an R, because basically, I, I imagine if you've learned English as a foreign language, you've probably had to put a lot of effort into learning not to pronounce the letter R um, <laughs> at the end of syllables. Because I, like, having dabbled in various other languages, I can't think of a single other language that does this. Where, like, so how would you say uh, the thing that people drive around in? Car. Whereas I'd say car. Um like it's not I'm not saying car I'm not rolling the R but I am sort of like articulating it the same way as like Americans articulating exactly Uh, same way as Americans would do Um, so yeah I think that's a pretty key difference Uh, there's also a place where I don't put an R where you would um, which is between two so for Ah. example the name Pamela Anderson Pamela Anderson. Yeah. So you're sticking an R in between those two words to sort of bridge between the two A's. But I'm also not pronouncing the R in Anderson. Yeah, there's no logic <laughs> to just, it. I've moved the R along Absolutely somehow. no logic to it. Well, I just think, yeah, if something ends in an <clears throat> A and then the next... We, something ends in a vowel and the next thing starts with a vowel, it's just easier. Like, things run together. It's, it's just strange because, like, it's not something that I... Like, it doesn't feel awkward to me to say Pamela Anderson, to, like, stop in the middle. No. Um, it's just natural. But it's, I think it's very, like, we say an apple, but a door. Um, you know, so it's quite normal in English. It's obviously a feature of English to, like, stick sounds in mm. t- to make. But it's just, for whatever reason, doesn't happen in Scotland, that Pamela Anderson thing. And not everyone in England does that. But oh, really? No, because I, I think, I don't know, maybe, like, actors have been taught not to do it. I sometimes, you know, listen to audiobooks ah. or watch things and people <clears throat> people don't do that. Because I, I've become very conscious of it now because... But I hate that because I feel like it. you've stopped doing it, which I think is sad. Because it's just like an... It's just... And I don't even think that it's considered to be, like, not posh or anything. I've heard really posh people do it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that's all about. I think the thing that I've really made an effort is when something ends in a W. So, like, um, raw edges. Ah. That's something they talk about a lot on things like sewing bee with the fabric. Yeah. There's raw edges. But I would naturally say raw edges. Yeah. Which is just mad. <laughs> it's just mad. Like, replacing a W it. with an R. It's quite raw strange. Raw edges. But, uh, you know, I know what, I know what I'm, I am mean. I'm a big... Um, fan of just like leaning into your own accent because like to be honest I think there's things that I say that it's only because I noticed I was stopping saying them that I was like losing parts of my accent from living with an English person uh like... don't lash out like that's not my fault <laughs> well ever since because you know we met at university bit of a bit of backstory here we met at university in England so I've spent a lot of my time around English people or people with English accents um and I think naturally that has just sort of neutralised my accent a little bit but but I now make more of a conscious effort to hold on to things um, that are distinctly from where I'm from 
just because I think it's more interesting yeah. if everybody doesn't just speak the same way. Um, but in terms of differences between our actions, accents, I think the letter R is a big is yeah. a big one. Um, but also uh, vowel, certain vowel sounds. Um, so, like the the one that people always seem to laugh at um, when we were at university was how I say things like spoon. Oh, cute! It's cute. <laughs> so, like, there's um, there's a supermarket chain that has the slogan "Good with food." Um, do they only use that in Scotland? I'm not sure, but it, those good the words those two words rhyme in your accent, yeah, whereas but they, they don't. don't in mine. Yeah. Good with food. Yeah, food has this long like food. That that sound <laughs> just doesn't exist in in my accent. I don't think no. Um, and the sort of long a you don't have that either. No, well, it's, I catch myself saying father. And I, I, the the one it was this is from university from like buying coffee I started saying americano instead of americano um, and the one you always laugh at is when I say bra bra <laughs> which now, it's objectively funny but I don't know if it's just because you've laughed at me for that but I it now sounds really weird to me when I say bra and I catch myself saying bra not that I talk about Who bras a lot no for um, sake. but yeah it's not that kind of show no it's a family show. Um, yeah, so so vowels, I mean, that's got a broad category, but vowels and the letter R, um, yeah. Well, what about the, the P words? Um, I think that's, ah. that is one of just the, the, the biggest ways that you can sort of differentiate between a Southern English accent, okay, an RP accent, let's say, because yeah. Southern English includes Cornish, an RP accent and a Scottish accent. Yeah, so, okay, the three words meaning having not much money... Poor. Um, moving a liquid from one vessel into another. Poor. And uh, an animal's little foot. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, poor. Yeah, so those are all exactly the same in Yeah, Europe. poor, poor and poor. Whereas I'd say poor, poor and paw. Three different pronunciations of my accent. <laughs> poor, poor and paw. So I'm poor, I don't have much money, so not to our Patreon. Uh, poor... I'm I'm pouring a glass of wine for myself and paw. Um, the cat's got a sore paw. That's it's just amazing. It's remarkable, isn't it? I'm a, such a talented boy. Well, but... especially because I saw a quiz thing recently. Oh yeah. Oh, well, like we saw kind of in our Insta stories, someone saying, "Do these two things sound the same?" And we said no because you know I was showing solidarity with Murray, <laughs> saying that I don't know, was it poor? <laughs> Zip about me saying, was it poor? I and think poor? it might have been like poor and poor. So, like, poor as in don't have much money and yeah. p- poor. <laughs> so you could put two syllables in it. Um, yeah, so I was like, no, they don't. And that was apparently the wrong answer. Yeah. The, the... Which, you know, not casting aspersions. Like, most, you know, I, I imagine that, like, most of the English teachers online probably do sound quite similar to the way I do, or at least that's, that is what they're teaching, that kind of throw the R away. I don't pronounce the R English accent, but it just doesn't reflect that there's so many accents no. in the UK. And, I, and to be honest, like, we're not saying, like, it's a bad thing that RP is, is, well, okay, it is kind of a bad thing that RP is considered, like, the standard, but equally, as someone who learns languages, it, it, it is easier if there's, like, a standard version that you learn first, and then you can sort of wrap your head around all the differences that mm. there might be. It's just when people start claiming that the standard is, like, better or neutral that the problems start happening. Yeah, because um, I spent a lot of my life being like, oh, I just don't have an accent, which is just bull. Yeah, I, th- I think there's there's a whole lot more to be said about accents. We have barely scratched the surface. There are 
you know, probably hundreds of accents in the UK, aren't there? There's so much variation. Yeah. Um, but we've we've kind of simplified it a bit. We've created an accents guide. Um, and if you've signed up to our Patreon, then you get access to that. Um, you can literally pay a pound a month. A quid. And also the pound is worth about, like... Oh, my God, you fill your boots. <laughs> yeah. Get the seven. Pound, the pound is worthless at the moment. So, um, yeah, if you pay a pound a month to our Patreon, you can get this accent guide, which just goes into more depth than we've been able to do today. If you're not quite ready to commit to joining the Patreon, yeah. you can also get the accent guide from our coffee shop for just £2.50. That is a bargain. That's what? a steal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, daylight robbery. <laughs> frankly, we're giving it away. You can. There's also a free version which you can get. Oh yeah, we are actually giving it away. <laughs> Wait, oh my god, literally, yeah. Um, there is a free version as well which you can get either through Patreon or that is also available to download from the coffee shop. And that is basically just like a very cute little grid which has all the main features of the different accents that we talk about in the main guide, but just you know displayed in a user friendly, quick reference uh, format. Uh, and it also has a cute little map that shows you where all the accents come from. So, yeah, that's something that's available. Um, we'll put a link in the show notes. Um, you can head to our Patreon, which is just patreon.com slash notthequeensenglish, or you can visit our website. And I'm not going to tell you the name of the website because... Oh, it's ever so long. Oh, it's so long. Because, you know, because we're too... Help us buy a domain name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're too poor to be able to afford one. Please, um, sir. So, yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you've learned something. Oh, and remember, you can find us on Instagram at NotTheQueensEnglish. So if there's something you, wanna, you want us to cover on the podcast or if you've got a little comment or, you know, some flattery, some outrageously uh, overblown praise oh, for yeah, us. Oh, yeah, especially that. Yeah, just send us a little message, a little comment on there or, you know, wherever. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think we've probably waffled on for long enough, so we're going to leave it there. Ta-ra! Cheerio! Happy Notorious, <laughs> um, slightly vainglorious. I, I, I can't believe you don't know the words. I don't know the words to your national anthem.